It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up? Good, good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. I don't even know. I'm in the twilight zone. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. It is Monday. Happy Monday to you. And this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. That's right. You heard me. The conspiracy is the news. And what exactly does that mean? Uh, it means lots of things. In particular, that uh, they're lying to us. They're lying to us about an awful lot of things. And that's why I think it's important to get together and talk about, well, not just the news cycles, but uh, the things they're trying to tell us. And of course, if they're trying to tell us particular things, that means what exactly do they want us to believe? And that's really what this is all about, kind of getting together and talking about this stuff and just uh, uh, having a conversation amongst friends about propaganda and that's really what's going on so uh, that's uh, that's the deal that's what this show's about it is a troubled minds news I am your host Michael Strange and well uh, we do this live we do this live to include you so if you want to be part of the show at any point you can give us a call it's a part of the transparency process where I love to share my sources which of course are just interweb links like you can expect and uh, if you think I'm full of crap you can uh, pick up the phone and call me I'm not Don Lemon trying to propagandize you and uh, radicalize you uh, Sean Hannity, any of these assholes. I'm just me. And uh, just looking at the news cycles and trying to figure out exactly what they're trying to make us believe and for what reasons. And uh, there you go. If you want to be a part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Simple as that. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. And let's get on with the news shall we uh also uh, troubledminds.org click the discord link and uh everything's there uh, this uh, the official website you can find uh the podcast there and all kinds of other stuff and uh, there you go so uh there you go that's what's up let's do it let's get to the news shall we let's get to the news all right so Cough button, excuse me one moment. All right, so this is the deal. Uh, let's start here. Remember, remember, uh, I predicted recently that in 
within five years, people would be working uh, full-time in the metaverse. Full-time, right? In the metaverse. It would literally be just a thing. Like you, uh, instead of going to work, you just strap on your VR goggles and you do your thing, right? You uh, uh, telecommute to work by just walking into the, whatever, the, the den or the office or strapping on your VR goggles and doing your thing. Well, check this out. Wouldn't you know it? Uh, this is from gizmodo.com. And uh, the headline is this. Desperate for workers, MGM Resorts uh, sorry, <laughs> MGM Resorts is trying a new hiring tactic. VR. Yep, that would be a virtual reality. What's up guys? I see you there. Thanks for thanks for all the subs uh, coming in. I see that uh, on Twitch. Uh, very very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, here we go. The resort operator will use VR headsets to show applicants what the job entails, including difficult guest interactions. Oh, all right. All right. Let's see. Uh, okay. There it is. Uh, as the great resignation and anti-work movement continues to pick up steam, companies are struggling with record employee turnover. Customer service industries have been among the hardest hit, with many workers saying no thank you to the idea of handling Karens day in and day out during a pandemic. In a bid to curb employee attrition, MGM Resorts plans to use virtual reality to let applicants try out the roles before they make a decision, Insider reports. In an interview with the outlet, Chief Human Resources Officer Laura Lee said MGM Resorts would be rolling out virtual reality headsets for customer service roles at its employment centers and begin using VR as part of employee training. As such, job seekers could have the option of simulating front-of-house roles like operating casino games and checking guests into hotels during the hiring process. Current fairs are another, uh, 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 sorry, career fairs are another avenue that com- uh, the company is considering incorporating the immersive technology potentially as soon as January, Lee said. It developed a VR module with Striver, S-T-R-I-V-R, an enterprise VR training firm whose partners include other big names like Walmart and Verizon. Uh, yep, MGM Resorts has a workforce of roughly 83,000 employees, blah, blah, blah. All right, so the, now this is this is a little wild. I wonder if they're going to teach people how to check, uh, check bags for guns or, you know, uh, anyway, that's a bad joke. Uh, if anybody remembers the October 1st incident, that was actually the largest mass shooting in the history of the United States uh, ever, uh, history of the United States ever, uh, happened here in Las Vegas. And uh, it seems like that's one of the ones that uh, uh, people want to forget about or were uh, not allowed to bring that up as a political football because, well, you know why. <laughs> you know why. You know why we're not allowed to talk about that one, right? And uh, it tells you everything you need to know about the way the the uh, way the way politics works and and uh, about the way uh, the media works and all the rest of this stuff. Because clearly, uh, some things can be politicized and some things cannot because they're too close to the truth, too close to exposing what the truth may actually be. And remember, uh, the Vegas shooting in particular was an MGM property that was a uh, um, uh, my mom that was. Uh, Mandalay Bay, and it was uh, at the time it was a pre Raiders stadium. Which, by the way, if you look at a map, and I shit you not, uh, Mandalay Bay. I live in Vegas. I know very well exactly where all these things are. Uh, Mandalay Bay, where these this shooting happened, the Vegas shooting, actually is literally right across the freeway from where the Raiders stadium was built. So, and so this Vegas shooting happened uh, a year prior to them uh, breaking ground on the new stadium, something like that, maybe a year and a half, and. So it was, uh, uh, what was it? It was, um, it was not, not, uh, 
not, they wanted it to go away because there was a billion dollar project on the horizon, right? Literally right there. You couldn't get closer to it. You, literally, you could not get closer to, to uh, Mandalay Bay uh, if you were going to build a Raider radi- Stadium anywhere else, right? Anywhere else, you couldn't get closer. It was literally the closest point across the freeway yeah it's wild it's one of those things right where you're you're like hey by the way um the the largest mass shooting ever right that nobody can talk about yeah Mm -hmm. sure got it anyway uh that was an mgm property but i digress a little bit talking about the vegas shooting but uh, we've got the mgm resorts is trying a new hiring tactic vr and um yeah i have no idea uh i don't know i see the comments guys i don't know i have no idea about that stuff uh but anyway so uh if you got thoughts on this or any of the rest uh 702-957-1037 let's keep on trucking shall we let's go to uh actually let me link that because you know transparency and all let me do the thing put it in the thing and there you go boom all right let's go to this this is from futurism.com and uh this one is uh pretty wild yeah well (laughs) here we go researchers asked an advanced ai whether ai could ever be ethical and it said nope (laughs) nope ai is what you make it there you go is artificial intelligence inherently good inherently bad or does it all depend on the specifics students at oxford's said business school who are studying ethics and ai attempted to answer that question by hosting a debate with an actual ai an si si an sa by a sa an essay by a pair of oxford scholars in the conversation describe uh Wait, wait, wait. Okay. An essay by a pair of Oxford scholars in the conversation describers, no, describes an eyebrow raising anecdote. Editors, editors, where the fuck are the editors here? That is not correct. Uh, describes an eyebrow-raising anecdote in which the researchers hosted a debate about the ethics of automated AI stock trading and facial recognition software and allowed an AI to participate. Quote, AI will never be ethical, the AI said during the debate. It is a tool, and like any tool, it is used for good and bad. There is no such thing as a good AI, only good and bad humans. Oh, that's a little weird. Hmm. So the AI is already trying to tip its hand and blame the humans for the things that are about to happen to it. That's uh, or the things that it's about to uh, uh, cause to happen. That's weird, right? That's weird. How you're like, well, it's not. It's like, uh, it's like. Uh, I mean, it, it's a, it's a decent argument if we're being real. You know, it's like saying that. You know, talking gun control. It's like, well, you know, the gun didn't get up and shoot itself. Somebody picked up the gun and shot the people. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things. It's but the AI. I'm sorry, uh, if it's an AI, it doesn't have to pick up the gun. It is the gun, right? And it's making its own decisions. And anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, it is worth noting that many AIs will give different answers depending on context and phrasing. And this incident was no exception. The AI's initial answer during the debate was that tech is neutral, a tool to be used by humans for good or for bad. Hi, Zuckerberg. Talking to you. Talking to you, Zuck. Where are you at, buddy? Where are you at, Mr. Zuckerberg? Anyway, so uh, uh, there we go. What's going on, guys? I see you in the chat thanks for showing up thanks for hanging out uh, all right so uh what we're going to do is uh no we're going to keep on trucking for a little bit here all right so uh there we go let's keep on uh, oh here's here's the other part this is the one i found first this is mashable and yeah this is uh exactly the weirdness here right uh 
The Reddit-trained artificial intelligence warns researchers about itself, right? Exactly. And so it says, but wait, should we believe it? Yeah. So what, they, what they're not telling you is the AI that they did with this whole bit, they trained it on uh, articles. They, so they trained, uh, okay, AI will never be ethical, argued the Megatron Turing natural language generation model, which was notably trained on, get this, Wikipedia, Reddit, and millions of English language news articles published between 2016 and 2019. Basically, that's the whole, uh, right, uh, that's the troubled minds era, right? Uh, so anyway, it is a tool, and like any other tool, it is used for good and bad. All right, so they trained this thing on Wikipedia, Reddit, and uh, the interwebs, and what it's what it's doing is it's telling us that um, it, it can't be trusted because it's just a tool, and uh, you're going to have to blame people, right? You're going to have to blame people. Speaking of Zuckerberg and blaming people, uh, that's a perfect segue to pull this one to the front. Let's see. Where is it? Where is this? There is this one. There it is. All right. Let's just do. Let's just jump straight to this one uh, on the heels of that. This is from CNN, the most trusted source of news. And uh, check this out. The um, top meta exec blames users for spreading misinformation right no here we go oh this is the best here we go individual users not tech platforms shoulder the responsibility for the spread of misinformation online according to andrew bosworth a top exec at meta the company formerly known as facebook in an interview over the weekend with axios on hbo bosworth said it's not up to meta to stifle the views of individuals who wish to express themselves by sharing their beliefs wait 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 what Holy shit. These these people these people it is so rich how they're just like, "Oh, well that's just not our responsibility." And then it's what they're constantly doing, right? They're constantly censoring shit. They're constantly doing all kinds of crazy stuff. They're constantly like just, you know, creating rules for the for rules for thee but not for me. Things like this, right? Constantly is what these guys are doing. But uh, this is just just too rich to not read again. In an interview over the weekend with Axios on HBO, Bosworth said it is not up to Meta to stifle the views of individuals who wish to express themselves by sharing their beliefs. Okay, well, I guess it depends on the beliefs, right? Because some are allowed and some are not. And you know it, you asshole. Don't even act like you don't. Quote, the individual humans are the ones who choose to believe or not believe a thing. They're the ones that choose to share or not share a thing, Bosworth told Axios Ina Freed in a snippet of the interview. Press further on vaccine hesitancy and whether Meta may be contributing to it despite its efforts to provide authoritative information. Bosworth argued that in a democracy where people are free to speak their minds, people can choose to seek out whatever information they prefer. Quote, you have an issue with these with those people, said Bosworth, according to Axios. You don't have an issue with Facebook. You can't put that on me. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Right. These guys, all they all want it both ways. They, they want to be able to say, uh, we'll shut you down whenever we want to shut you down. But then when something wrong happens, right, they, they're going to say, no, no, it has nothing to do with us and our algorithms. It's all you. It's all on the people. You people out there, you dirty heathens, you're the ones that are screwing all of this up. It has nothing to do with Facebook or the executives or the algorithms or any of the other things. It's you, the plebs. Like I've always said, what is the war on, by the way? The plebs. 
You it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. The unwashed masses, you, me, everybody that, well, again, if you're not part of the Silicon Valley elite group, the elite group, I call them a bunch of assholes, but well, then what are you? You're a useless eater, aren't you? And so, again, there's no responsibility they take, even though, right, they've been blamed for the whole January 6th debacle for organizing it, allowing it to be organized, all the rest of that. Uh, even, let's say, uh, encouraging it with their algorithms, right? So, uh, I mean, come on. Like, it is all over the damn place, and uh, that's what pisses me off. And they don't want to take any responsibility. It's on you. It's literally your fault Facebook sucks. Your fault. Because if you didn't just share like their perfectly little combed narratives of bullshit, uh, then, well, the, the world is just a dangerous place because of you. You. Because of me. Right? They, they stopped. Uh, we left Facebook because they, they stopped sharing notifications when Trouble Minds went live. They literally just stopped. 44,000 followers on that page, on that Facebook page, that little green men page, and like 10 people would show up. 44,000, right? And uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's wild how they're literally just like behind, tinkering behind the hood to, to the squelch speech all the damn time. And then they want to say, well, this isn't our fault. Oh, okay. Sure. The hell it's not your fault. Okay. Anyway, uh, now what we'll do is we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And this break is sponsored by you. Be right back. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let us continue, shall we? Let's drop this in the chat since you guys don't get enough. Uh, oh, it's already there. Since you guys don't get enough CNN in your lives, you need a little bit more. CNN and Facebook, the devil's combo. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, the Epic Times. Uh, Chinese couple arrested over scheme to smuggle U.S. cancer vaccine data to China. 
Yeah, now we're talking, right? Uh, All right. A Chinese scientist in California had been secretly passing confidential mRNA cancer vaccine research to her husband to benefit his lab in China. A federal agent aligned in a uh, alleged in a recently filed criminal complaint Uh, for about five years. Chen Lin Chun, who resides in San Diego, had been sending documents from her employer that were marked confidential to her husband, Wu Chenyan, who ran a biotech laboratory in China according to a complaint filed at the Southern California District Court on December 8th. Uh, Chen's work as a bench scientist performing early-stage mRNA cancer research would be extremely useful in leapfrogging Wu's project developing a generic mRNA vaccine. A representative from Chen's employer told the Federal Bureau of Investigations, uh, the FBI. Now, the court document said, Chen's employer was not named in the filing. Uh, we got the Wu got the FBI's attention as early as December 2000. 2019, when his name appeared on a PowerPoint presentation on the phone of a Chinese defendant who had been convicted of violating U.S. export controls. The Chinese language uh, language presentation presented by Wu gave a summary of the mRNA research progress of Wu's lab, Theramab, along with his investment plans. Anyway, uh, this is the the world we live in, and this is the type of shit that's actually going on out there. And uh, just pointing it out. Just pointing it out. Uh, Here we go. This is a sad one. Let's go to this. This is uh, from the BBC. Everybody's, of course, reporting this. I was on this the the moment it started being reported. Uh, And uh, it's unfortunate. This is she was one of my favorites Um, as a writer, as a um, connoisseur of um, esoteric type fiction, even if it's pop fiction here. uh, This uh, Anne Rice passed away at the age of 80. Um, Anne Rice, of course. Uh, the the um, the writer of the the Vampire Lestat series, the Vampire Chronicles, as they're known, and the Mayfair Witches. Uh, she she did some romance stuff. Um, uh, she she wrote Ramsey's The Damned. Uh, the, there was there's so much that she she did that's a, just amazing amazing work. She's one of those people that um, could write, and I'm going to say this again tonight because we're going to talk about Anne Rice tonight on, on Troubled Minds and uh, talk about some other things that are related. Uh, but but Anne Rice is one of those people that could you know enthrall you for three pages you know describing the curtains she was just one of those special writers that had a gift and uh well it's unfortunate that uh, i didn't even realize she was 80 years old but uh the first uh, vampire uh, chronicle the interview with a vampire which many of you have seen as a movie or maybe even read um it was actually published in 1976 so uh, yeah i had no idea she was 80 years old but uh, tragic, unfortunate. This is one of those ones that's uh, uh, kind of makes you shake your head, you know, like uh, damn, damn the human condition, right? We we all begin and we all end, and uh, unfortunately, Anne Rice's time has come to an end. Um, and so here we go. The American writer who sold more than 150 million books died surrounded by her family on Saturday night. She died due to complications resulting from a stroke, her son Christopher Rice announced on her Facebook page. Quote, in her final hours, I sat beside her hospital bed in awe of her accomplishments and her courage, he wrote. Interview with the Vampire was published in 76, like I said, and went on to be a bestseller. It was later adapted into a movie starring Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt in 1994. She went on to to write sequels to the book, forming a series called The Vampire Chronicles. Another uh, of her books from the series, Queen of the Damned, was also made into a film in 2002. Rice also wrote erotic fiction under the pseudonyms Anne Rampling and A.N. Rocolaire, including 
exit to Eden. And uh, the here we go. Quote, this is from her son. The, the immensity of our family's grief cannot be overstated. As my mother, her support for me was unconditional. She taught me to embrace my dreams, reject conformity, and challenge the dark voices of fear and self-doubt, her son wrote. As a writer, she taught me to defy genre, brown, genre boundaries and surrender to my obsessive passions. And uh, that's beautiful. Beautifully written by her son, even. And um, this is this is a shame. We're going to talk about this tonight. This is going to be the show tonight. Uh, just not what you think. Uh, it's not really going to be about vampires, only in the periphery. But um, there's a lot that Anne Rice brought to uh, the modern world regarding folklore, regarding um, uh, the way that the the um, uh, these stories are told and uh, sort of bridging the gap between um, you know the past generation and the current generation. Uh, basically, without Anne Rice, there's no um, Twilight or you know any of these other crappy, uh, you know, uh, B-rate vampire stuff that came after her. And I'm biased, and I'm a snob, and well, that's just the way it is. So if I offended you, sorry, sorry, not sorry. But um, uh, if you haven't read, if you know what I'm saying, the the, mo- the the movies sucked. The Anne Rice movies sucked. They were just awful. Read the books, I'm telling you. Uh, if you want to skip straight to the good stuff, Interview with the Vampire was meh. Uh, the Vampire Lestat, the second book, that one starts to get hot. That, that, that one and the next two or three are really, really, really freaking good. Um, but okay, so anyway... Uh, that's what's going on. So we're going to talk about this tonight, and we're going to uh, mash this in with the the oral tradition. We're going to talk about that tonight, and uh, folklore, and telling stories, and bridging generations. And I think Anne Rice uh, did a fantastic job of that. Inspired an, an, an entire generation, and hopefully it's our job now to inspire the next generation. Um, so, okay, so that's what we're going to do tonight. Uh, where are we at time-wise? I think we're good. All right, let's keep on trucking here. Uh, let's go to this. Let's go to... Um, Let's go to the L.A. Times. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this is one of those weird things that just keeps popping back up in the news, doesn't it? Uh, Well, California. Uh, California orders a statewide mask requirement starting Wednesday. Are we living in the Twilight Zone? Like, what the hell is going on, right? This is the this is the science, right? Trust the science, follow the science, all the rest of this stuff. Ugh. Anyway, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. Here we go. Faced with rising coronavirus cases, California is ordering a statewide mask mandate for indoor public spaces to go into effect Wednesday. I swear to you, this is like Groundhog Day, right? Uh, the, the order will affect roughly half the state's population, including San Diego and Orange Counties, the Inland Empire, the Central Valley, and rural Northern California. The statewide indoor mask mandate order will last a month and will expire on January 15th. Uh, Los Angeles County, Ventura County, and most of the San Francisco Bay Area have their own indoor mask mandates that were implemented in the summer and have no end dates. Remember? Remember we were talking about all this? Remember? We were talking about all this for a very, very, very long time. Look. Have no end dates. January 2020. I keep saying this because it's true. This is what Ash and I were talking about in some of those old Troubled Mind shows. Before anybody was even talking about this, quote, pandemic, we were like, this is bad news. This is bad news because, right, this is going to be a power grab. This is going to be a, a, a setting that structure up to be a two-tiered society. This is going to be a medical-industrial complex overreach right all those things we said then and we also said there will be no end to this because well why 
common sense says that if there was a, there would be an end to this, then we would have beat the common cold, the common flu. And we haven't. There's a, there's a flu season every damn year. And I'm not saying coronavirus is the flu. Sensors don't. Don't do that to me. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it is a coronavirus, just like the regular flu, all right? I'm saying it is. And if we were able to beat the original one uh, or, or not, then it would dictate by standards of just common logic and reason that we would be able to defeat this one. And so if this starts... This will never end, we said then. Well, it'll never end. We talked about all this stuff. We talked about social credit scores. We talked about contact tracing. We talked about privacy. We talked about all of this stuff. And again, March, sorry, not March, January of 2020, we were talking about this. Before it had even, remember March, Nancy Pelosi was like, come on down to Chinatown. Don't be racist. Before anybody had even talked about wearing masks. And it was later that month that Fauci famously said, Oh, by the way, don't wear masks because there are some complications to wearing those. You could be touching your face or itching the mask, and it could be... The rest is history. Anyway, interestingly, uh, we were right. Yeah. Indoor mask mandates were implemented in the San Francisco Bay Area in the summer and have no end dates. Have no end dates. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Los Angeles County, blah, 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 blah. The move comes as coronavirus case rates have risen by 50% in the last two and a half weeks. And county health officials across the state say they suspect they may be seeing the start of a winter jump in coronavirus cases. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention considers California as having a high level of transmission of the coronavirus, the worst tier in the federal agency's four-tier scale. <sighs> No masks, one masks, two masks, three masks, four masks, five masks, six, seven masks, seven. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 something masks. Anyway, here we go. Uh, Let's keep on trucking. Uh, Here we go. What do we got? Uh, Okay. Um, Where are we time-wise? Make sure everything's fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? Let's go to this. Let's do this. Uh, Boom. Um, All right. This is uh, from uh, fizz.org. This is pretty cool. Uh, Remember how we've been talking in recent uh, years? Not us so much, but uh, kind of it's one of those things that's on the back burner of oh shits for the future. Like, oh shit, this is not good. Well, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the bacterial infection type stuff that's been uh, beat down by, uh, you know, actual antibiotics, uh, they're becoming bacterial or they're becoming antibiotic, antibiotic resistant. All right. And so, uh, these super bugs and all the rest of this, uh, you can't even take penicillin anymore in some cases because it just is resistant to, uh, how we've been treating it for so long, which you would expect, but check this out. This is kind of cool. New copper surface eliminates bacteria in just two minutes. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Uh, a new copper surface that kills bacteria more than 100 times faster and more effectively than standard copper could help combat the growing threat of antibiotic-resistant superbugs. The new copper product is a result of a collaborative research project with RMIT University and Australia's Na- National Science Agency, uh, CSIRO, with findings just published in Biomaterials. Copper has long been used to fight different strains of bacteria, including the commonly found golden staph, because the ions released from the metal surface are toxic to bacterial cells. 
Sweet. Uh, but this process is slow, and when standard copper is used, as RMIT University's distinguished professor Ma Quian described, and significant efforts are underway by researchers worldwide to speed it up. A standard, quote, a standard copper surface will kill about 97% of golden staff within four hours, Kion said. Incredibly, when we placed golden staff bacteria on our specially designed copper surface, it destroyed more than 99.99% of the cells in just two minutes. So not only is it more effective, it's 120 times faster. Importantly, said Kion, these results were achieved without the assistance of any drug. Our, quote, our copper structure has shown itself to be remarkably potent for such a common material, he said. And maybe, hopefully, this could be the beginning of something great. And uh, uh, maybe the days of penicillin could be over at some point, and uh, we just eradicate these things with, I don't know, copper plated everything that's uh how's that for a dystopian future <laughs> what's up guys hope everybody's doing well happy monday and uh let's see where are we at yeah i think we're good are we good we're about good so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back you're listening to troubled minds news i'm your host michael strange don't go anywhere more coming up Okay, let's get back to it. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I am Michael Strange, and let's do it. Let's keep on trucking. Pretty good stuff. Uh, back to your copper-coated future. Uh, here we go. Let's do this. Let's go to the BBC. And this is pretty interesting. The, uh, the ultra-violent cult that became a global mafia. Hmm. Sounds like ISIS, right? <laughs> uh, meaning, uh, anyway, uh, blah, 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 blah. It's not the blood or the sound of gunshots that haunt him, this guy, uh, uh, Dr. John Stone. Uh, it's the begging, the way people beg for mercy when they die, begging him, begging God. Quote, it's so painful, he says, shaking his head with a shudder. The families of the dead, they will curse you. A curse? will be upon your life. Dr. Stone teaches political science at the University of Benin in southern Nigeria, but for decades he was a senior member of Black Axe, a Nigerian mafia-style gang tied to human trafficking, internet fraud, and murder. Locally, Black Axe uh, are referred to as a cult, a nod to their secret initiation rituals and their intense loyalty of their members. They are also infamous for extreme violence, images of those who cross their path dead bodies mutilated or showing signs of torture regularly surface on nigerian social media in any case uh this seems um well this is this is the world we live in guys and you know it i know it it's just that uh this is the stuff that kind of gets stuffed in uh, uh like swept under the rug like oh this you know this is nothing to see here right because uh, oddly enough these are the types of uh, organizations that are used by uh, intelligence agencies right uh, or or by the CIA, right? Maybe fronted or backed by the CIA. Who the hell knows? And I'm not saying this that's the case here, but I'm saying that this is the type of organization that usually ends up intertwined with the CIA one way or the other. And so, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is all about other than I'd never heard of it before because, well, I don't live in Nigeria. But uh, Black Axe is a thing, apparently. A, a cult, murder, um, all the other terrible things. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, back to the uh, what we were talking about way back when, um, 
and dishonest media and all the rest of this. Check this out. This is fantastic. This is so good. You can't even make this shit up. Uh, Snopes, right? The fact checker extraordinaire that, you know, 15 years ago or whatever, they used to be an okay fact checker. Now they're just a political lion sack of shit website is what they are now but okay check this out it gets it gets to be like this right uh is it true now this is snopes fact checking some stuff is it true that no one has died of omicron variant all right early studies indicate the strain may cause less severe covid19 symptoms compared to its precursor the delta variant okay now look this is the fact check mind you this is a fact check from snopes all right uh, let's look at this false false right big old red x false all right there you go the claim is this as of early December 2021, no one worldwide who tested positive for the Omicron variant of the coronavirus had died. False. False. All right. Well, let's read this. Context. On December 10th, the WHO, the World Health Organization, by the way, I don't have no idea why anybody listens to those jerks anymore. Uh, the WHO told us no Omicron cases reported up to that date had resulted in death. Then three days later, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson told reporters that at least one person who tested positive for the variant had died. The UK Health Security Agency substantiated that remark. Okay, this is the fact check, right? The fact check is nobody's died from this. And they're like, false. We got one person. One person. We got one damn person. One person. False. False, 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 false. All the Omicron fear-mongering is justified. We got one. We have one. Really, Snopes? False. Good job. Good job. You, you see how this reporting is? The fact of the matter is, you know the deal, right? They're saying Omicron is now the, the uh, what, the, the prevalent strain of this COVID-19. All right. And not only that, it's taken, it's, it's taken over Europe. It's taking over the United Kingdom, right? Come on now. But then this is this is the fact check shit we get, right? And what they're hoping for is that you don't read the full context, right? They just want you to uh, do this top part and then say, nope, false, yep, nope. There they go. They said people are dying of it. People are dying. One person. Count them one. One. And dare I say, you think it was exactly only this variant? Or you think there was some other something and the two mixed together and caused this to happen i don't know but we're talking one damn person sorry let's change change the wording at least one really and this is why you can't trust any of these assholes anymore the fact checkers because they're full of shit that's why they are full of shit no like if it's one let's call effectively zero right and i know to that one individual it's not effectively zero but to the rest of the damn world that's effectively zero so get the fuck out of here snopes this is the type of stuff that drives me nuts liars absolute liars because the narrative is you know what the narrative is i'm not going to tell you i'm not going to regurgitate it but i'll tell you what i am sick of it i am sick of it uh, anyway here we go so uh there you go 
Is it true that no one has died of Omicron variant? False. Red X. Sorry, Snopes. You suck. Uh, Let's continue, shall we? You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. By the way, if you have not joined the Discord, you're missing out. Lots of fine folks there. Uh, new people finding us every day. And uh, it's chill. It's a good group. And uh, the thing is, right, there's only just a few rules, right? One, just don't be a bigot. Don't do that, please. Don't don't come and tell us about like conspiracies about Jews. I, I don't I don't want to hear that shit. All right, get that out of here. No. All right, don't be a bigot. Right. Number two, don't be a douchebag, which also falls into the first rule. And number three, don't try and tell people they're wrong all the time. It's not Facebook. That's it. It's simple, right? Like you can believe whatever you want to believe. It's it's a, a, a um, philosophically agnostic. Right. As you know, from the shows, we're not trying to, like, uh, collect people to get them to worship at the altar of whatever the fuck. No, it's just people getting together and sharing ideas. All right. Don't don't get too bent out of shape that you're right and everybody else is wrong Uh, or, well, just go back to Facebook. Right. That's the thing. And that's why it's a chill group, because they understand that we're sharing ideas. We're learning things from each other. We're discussing the world we live in. And so that's what's. That's what uh, the group is all about. And uh, that's why it's growing. And that's why people are drawn to this vibe. Because it's not about spitting spitting in each other's faces. It's not about flinging poo. It's not about, uh, you know, having those arguments late into the night. Uh, matter of fact, regularly, we talk late into the night on Discord anyway. And uh, let me tell you, there's rarely, never, almost never, like I can count two times ever, in in, in the, the whole Discord after-party chats we have, where there was ever any kind of dust-up at all. Like, it, it's so rare because people are just respectful of each other and their ideas and their views, and that's what it's all about. So if you have not joined the Discord, there's my moment for uh, to tell you to go join the Discord. Troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, uh, hop on in there and come say hi. Um, let's go to this. Let's go to uh, SciTech Daily. Now, this one's a little bit over my head. Split photons new research predicts the existence of a previously unimaginable particle Uh uh-oh what the hell does this mean i don't know i'm I'm too dumb to know but anyway uh the finding that the building blocks of light can exist in a previously unimaginable split form advances the fundamental understanding of of light and how it behaves the theoretical discovery of this split photon known as the Majorana boson was published in physical review letters quote this is a major paradigm change of how we understand light in a way that was not believed to be possible said lorenza viola the james frank family professor of physics at dartmouth and senior researcher of the study Uh, not only did we find a new physical entity but it was one that nobody believed could exist similar to how liquid water can change into ice or vapor under specific conditions the research indicates that light can also exist in a different phase one where photons appear as two distinct halves Uh oh quote water is water regardless of its liquid or solid form it just behaves differently depending on physical conditions said viola this is how we need to approach our understanding of light like matter it can exist 
in different phases and that's pretty damn wild so what what are the phases i think um new science is figuring this stuff out maybe this is uh with the photons and the double slit experiment and the particle wave duality maybe maybe this is maybe we don't live in a simulation after all <laughs> cross your fingers <laughs> my ego hates it oh my ego hates it so much anyway uh let's see uh, rather than pieces that can be physically pulled apart the photon halves serve similarly to the different sides of a coin the two distinct parts make up a whole yet they can be described and function as separate units there you go now this is pretty wild right this is pretty wild again uh, i encourage you to read this stuff yourself and don't take my word for it and who knows this could be a bunch of clickbait bs right as usual as always it could be clickbait bs and so there you go there you go uh what else do we got we got time wise i think everything's fine all right so uh, a few more left to go uh if you want to be part of the show taking your phone calls and uh again as part of the transparency process that's why we've always done it this way that's why will always do it this way and uh 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 go to troubledminds.org click the discord link and uh come join us come hang out come chill with uh, all these fine folks all right let's uh let's do this let's get one more word from our sponsor which is you and by the way if you subbed up to the twitch channel thank you very much for that uh also uh, of note if you subbed up and uh, you're not paying attention to it like let's say you subbed up with amazon prime uh, you do have to resub each month because it'll kick you off and make you redo it so it takes like five seconds to do it's not that big a deal but if you forget and you think you're you've done it and anyway it, it, it does need to be maintained monthly so just fyi but here we go one more word from uh you and we'll be right back more troubled minds on the way are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us all right, that was brought to you by our good friend, Bailey. What's up, Bailey? All right, so uh, let's continue. New York Post reports this. UN chief urges action on killer robots as Geneva talks open. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There it is. Now we're talking, right? Uh, this is, this is well, killer robots. Killer robots. Uh, Skynet, here we come. All right. December 13th, United Nations Security General Antonio Guterres called on Monday for new rules covering the use of autonomous weapons as a key meeting on the issue opened in Geneva. We talked about this last week, as a matter of fact. Remember, it was a non-binding agreement they were trying to get. Yeah non-binding agreement may as well be nothing at all right uh, negotiators at the un talks have for eight years been discussing limits on lethal autonomous weapons or laws isn't that fantastic upside down laws 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 lethal autonomous weapons are now the laws of the land 
which are fully machine controlled and rely on new technologies such as artificial intelligence and facial recognition. But pressure has increased in part due to a UN panel report in March that said the first autonomous drone attack may have already occurred in Libya. Quote, I encourage the review conference to agree on an ambitious plan for the future to establish restrictions on the use of certain types of autonomous weapons, Gutierrez said at the start of the five-day talks. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Uh, The Convention on Certain Conventional Weapons has 125 parties, including the United States, China, and Israel. That's a batch right there for you. Some participating states, such as Austria, call for a total ban on laws... Oh, that's so hot! Uh, I have I have to uh, I have to have Microsoft Mike read this because maybe in its context it'll make it sound like we're banning laws. Oh, this is so good. Let's uh, let's hear from Microsoft Mike. This is too good to pass up. Some participating states, such as Austria, call for a total ban on laws, while others, including Washington, have been more reticent and have pointed to potential benefits of such weapons, which might be more precise than humans in hitting targets. Yes, acronyms for the win. Yep, Microsoft Mike says that uh, uh, some participating states such as Austria call for a total ban of laws. Yes. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're in business here. Amnesty International and civil society groups are calling for countries to start negotiating an international treaty and will present a petition to negotiators later on Monday. Uh, the pace of, quote, the pace of technology is really beginning to outpace the rate of diplomatic talks, said Claire Conboy. Is that a real name? Claire Conboy? Good God. Uh, uh, of stop, uh, Claire Conboy of Stop killer robots. Uh, This is a historic opportunity for states to take steps to safeguard humanity against autonomy and the use of force. France's disarmament ambassador Yan Huang, who is president for the talks, called for key and vital decisions to be taken this week. I think that is so Gucci goo. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. This, This is again, this is so Orwellian, right? France's disarmament ambassador. Disarmament ambassador (laughs) oh shit Uh, you can't even make this stuff up you can't even make this stuff up what do you do sir uh i am france's disarmament ambassador (laughs) okay okay that's super hot that is so hot yeah um I love you, France. Uh, anyway, uh, where are we at time-wise? I think we're good. All right. Anyway, uh, this is we'll keep an eye on this because this thing, this you know, this meeting just happened. So we'll see if they come to an agreement with the 130, 125 countries, uh, including China and the United States and Israel. I'm sure there's going to be a an agreement here, right? Wink, wink. Sure, there is. Uh, if they do, it'll be the non-binding type, and they may, may as well not have done it anyway. What's the point in showing up to do these things if they're not really? going to do anything uh yeah there you go okay anyway uh let's go to the verge oh the verge this this is pretty hot this is also the way the world's uh, trending uh Uh, just just in case you thought you weren't fully ripped off yet, uh, Toyota is going to make you pay to start your car with your key fob. Oh, that's hot, right? Uh, the functionality only lasts as long as your free trial. 
Nice. So they build it into the vehicle, right? And again, if you buy a new Toyota, you know what I'm talking about. You're not paying any less than 20 grand, right? For this, for like the cheapest variety up to what a Toyota, a nice Toyota truck is like $75,000 now, something like that. Right. I didn't even check, check for inflation, but uh, yeah, now, now check this, this gets better. Toyota is charging drivers for the convenience of using their key fobs to remotely start their cars. According to a report from The Drive, Toyota models 2018 or newer will need a subscription. You heard that right, a subscription in order for the key fob to support remote start functionality. As The Drive notes, buyers are given the option to choose from an array of connected services when purchasing a new Toyota. And one of those services, called Remote Connect, just so happens to include the ability to remotely start your car with your key fob. Which, by the way, in places that are freezing balls out there, yeah, you can, uh, it's, it's a nice thing. My truck has it. My, I have a Toyota truck, and it's 1999 it's an old one but guess what it's got remote start and it's aftermarket and you can install it and it's 100 bucks or 150 bucks or something it's really not that big a deal but these jerks are going to include it and they're going to charge you yeah eight bucks a month uh, anyway buyers are offered a tr- free trial of remote connect but the length of that trial depends on the audio package that's included with the vehicle even more confusingly only some toyota models support the audio plus or premium audio packages that the free trial is offered with which you can check out for yourself in this nice pdf again right here in the, in the article but uh yeah what can you do uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. The pamphlet linked in the post details the key fob's remote start feature as well as its relation to the Audio Plus. And audio. Now, this is a bunch of garbage, if you ask me. In what freaking world do you spend tens of thousands of dollars for a brand-ass new vehicle? And then they're like, oh, yeah, you need a subscription to get the full functionality of your vehicle. I don't like this. I do not like this. I think you should rethink this, Toyota. I think you really should. What a bunch of BS. Anyway, uh, here we go. This is from uh, Gizmodo.com. Ah, uh, Gizmodo. One of the other most trusted sources of news. 2021 was the weirdest year in space ever. Ever. Yes. Now we're talking. We're in business. With space stations performing impromptu backflips, rockets careening out of control, billionaires going into space like they just don't care, and space junk threatening to cause disaster nearly every week, 2021 will go down as one of the more memorable years in space. The chaos kind of makes sense. Rocket launches are getting cheaper by the minute, which is creating unprecedented opportunities for us to do increasingly weird and reckless things in space. 2021 was likely the tip of the iceberg in terms of what we can expect later this decade. With that said, here's our review of the weirdest year in space, at least so far. It's got a nice little slideshow. I've linked it if you guys want to check out the slideshow. They got uh, ISS. They got, what else they got? Uh, uh, U.S. federal court dismissed Blue Origin lawsuit over NASA's de- decision, blah, blah, blah. What else we got? Uh, the 100-foot uh, uh, long core stage of China's Long March 5B rocket inadvertently entered low-Earth orbit. Remember that that out-of-control Chinese rocket that we were tracing and where the sucker was going to land? Uh, what else? Uh, astronauts participated in the first all-private mission to space. Uh, had to keep their cool after an alarm went off, indicating a significant uh, but unknown problem. Uh, what else? There's more uh, high altitude tests of SpaceX's Starship prototype produced tons of excitement during the first half of the year. Blah blah blah. More and more and more. 
Uh, Space Force spotted an apparent Apogee kick motor in orbit alongside China's Xi'an Xi'an Gen 21 satellite, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Tons of stuff, tons of stuff. Again, rover on Mars, um, sorry, uh, backside of the moon. All kinds of pretty pretty wild stuff here. Um, What's up? What's up, buddy? I will be the first to go by followers and viewers. You got it. No, no, no thanks. Get lost. Uh, Actually, can I ban this fool? How do I ban this fool? Let's see. Can I do this? No, 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 I'll have to do it later. Anyway, uh, thanks, bot. Yeah. Oh, look. Hi, bot. You're the best. Anyway, blah, blah. Lots of stuff. Uh, more here. Russia blew up its own satellite, creating a dangerous debris field. Space things smashed into other space things. Uh, let's see. Uh, Russian crew. Uh, Russian sent a film crew to space. Yep. Uh, yep. Blue Origin sent Captain Kirk to the final frontier. Uh, ongoing woes for Boeing's Starliner spacecraft. Yep. Yep. Uh, the first billionaire to reach space got in a bit of trouble uh, that would be branson uh let's see the russian space program had a problem after problem yep that's true and uh there you go anyway blah blah so on and so forth let's start that over if you want to do the old, the slideshow and read all the things yourself thank oh there you go bailey bam bam appreciate that uh, there you go see brought to you by bailey the band stick Boom. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Sciencealert.com. This is wild. Uh, There's a cancer treatment that gives people night vision. Here's how. Among all the different types of cancer treatment, photodynamic therapy, where light is used to destroy malignant cells, might have one of the strangest side effects. Patients are often better able to see in the dark. Last year, researchers finally figured out why this happens. Uh, rhodopsin, a light-sensitive protein in the retinas of our eyes, interacts with a photosensitive compound called chlorine E6, a crucial component of this type of cancer treatment. The work built on what scientists already knew about the organic compound, retinal, which is found in the eye and usually isn't sensitive to infrared light. Visible light triggers retinal to separate from rhodopsin. This is converted into the electrical signal. I want to hear if I'm pronouncing this right. Let's hear a little bit from Microsoft Mike which is working again, and I couldn't be thrilled more. Visible light triggers retinal to separate from rhodopsin. This is converted into the electrical signal our brains interpret to see. While we don't get much visible light at night, it turns out this mechanism can also be triggered with another combination of light and chemistry. All right, uh, rhodopsin. Uh, that's kind of what I said. Ish. Anyway, uh, under infrared light with a chlorine injection, retinal changes in the same way as it does under visible light. Quote, this explains the increase in nighttime visual acuity, chemist Antonio Monari from the University of Lorraine in France told Laura Colas Colas at anyway. uh, That's why. uh, Well, anyway, uh, I don't know. All right. So it goes like this. A little something like that. Actually, we got one more. Let's do one more news story. Uh, 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. And uh, don't uh, send any bots to our to our uh, chat because they will be banned. Banned. Banned hammer. All right. Let's do this. This is from the New York Post. And uh, this, is, this is an interesting one that you don't hear a lot about. Uh, apparently, Ghislaine Maxwell has a husband. Hmm, curiouser and curiouser. Ghislaine Maxwell's mysterious hubby, Scott Borgerson, once seduced by her power, now missing in action. 
That's weird, right? Ghislaine Maxwell's future husband became intoxicated by the limelight the beautiful heiress shined on his life. Now, Scott Borgerson, who secretly married Maxwell in 2016, this is not a long-ass time ago, people, has left to face the glare of international in- incrimination alone, left her to face it. While he jaunts around his exclusive coastal New England town in sports cars, often in the company of an attractive new female friend. Zing! Uh, gal pal Chris McGinn is a local writer, mother of two high school children, and yoga enthusiast who has an ass hat that could crack open a walnut. Wait, oh, oh, has an ass. Sorry, not an ass hat. Uh, see what I did there. According to one local admirer in the Manchester by the Sea, Massachusetts, I have to, I have to hear Microsoft Mike read this. Gal pal Chris McGinn is a local writer, mother of two high school children, and yoga enthusiast who has an ass that could crack open a walnut. According to one local admirer in Manchester by the Sea, Mass. Has an ass that could crack open a walnut. What the... Is that new? (laughs) What the the fuck does that even mean? (sighs) Well, hearing Microsoft Mike say it is a... a little more satisfying, but anyway, uh, and uh, I'm gonna have to add that into my to my uh, to my quiver. An ass that could crack open a walnut. Bam! Anyway, Borgerson, age 46, Maxwell's enigmatic and much younger husband, apparently broke up his first marriage to be with the British jet setter, captivated by the circles of power she made available to him, friends say. Kind of makes you wonder what kind of circles of power this guy was into. Uh-oh. Well, why is he driving around? Is he implicated in this? Why are they not talking about him? Anyway, but as lurid details unfold in a Manhattan courtroom of the international sex ring that Maxwell, age 59, allegedly ran with billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, Borgerson remains 200 miles away at the secluded $3.9 million waterfront estate he once shared with the disgraced madam. Yep, uh, testimony this week included images of Maxwell nude and pregnant at Epstein's Florida mansion and steamy photos of her with breasts spilling out of a white tank top, rubbing Epstein's feet aboard his private jet. That sounds so hot. Get out of here, people. Why are you writing this shit? Borgerson, quote, apparently has more important things to do than appear by her side in court, one Manchester neighbor told the Post. The tech entrepreneur was seen visiting a local beer and wine shop at 9.45 a.m. Friday, while Maxwell sat in court facing sensational accusations that she gave then 16-year-old Annie Farmer a nude massage at Epstein's New Mexico ranch. There you go. Uh, So it kind of makes you wonder, what's up with this guy? How come he isn't? Uh, as part of this. I don't know. Uh, not that, you know, if one person does something, people, you know, closely associated or even married to them are also guilty, but it makes you wonder. He married her for a reason, right? You think there were perks to him marrying her other than uh, her being filthy rich from her, you know, dirty family going back decades? Or do you think that maybe he was dabbling, if you know what I mean? So uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I'm not calling this man guilty because that would be wrong, but I am wondering why his name hasn't come up in these indictments and uh, all the rest of that. Exactly. Real Brene Sauce says, who's the pervert that wrote this? Exactly. Right? Uh, come on. Get out of here. Like, like that, that's, that's uh, no, no. Nope. 
sorry. Nope, not doing it. All right. Anyway, uh, as we finish, that's what's uh, that's Troubled Minds news. Troubled Minds news for for today. And uh, what we're going to do is, um, as you know, we have this on Monday and Friday, uh, the Troubled Minds news at 3 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on Twitch. And then uh, after that, uh, we will do uh, Troubled Minds Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which means approximately uh, two hours and 51 minutes from now, we have Troubled Minds coming up. And we're going to talk about uh, all kinds of stuff. So you know what the deal is we're going to talk about the oral tradition talk about folklore talk about uh, bridging stories from one generation to the next and inspiring the next generation through storytelling through the spoken word through the written word through all of this so uh, that's what's on deck tonight Uh, it's going to be a little more interesting than that i promise you because well it always is because we have amazing takes from you uh the secret weapon of troubled minds and well that's what's that's what's up. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll get get on that in about approximately a little less than three hours and uh, uh, et cetera, so on. So thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. Let's smash the outro music and get, get. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, another Monday, another Troubled Minds news. As we finish... Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. And here we are. If you like the show, please spread the word. Troubledminds.org has everything you need. The podcast feed. It has all the social media. It has a phone number. It has a Discord link. It has all the things. If you want to help spread the word, send them to Troubledminds.org. Merch coming. Going to get a new domain. Look out for TroubledMindsMerch.com coming soon to a interwebs near you. And uh, good stuff coming, including a nice hat that looks very much like the one on my head, including other cool stuff. So there you go. As we finish, let's get the hell out of here. Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Troubled Minds Radio coming up a little later tonight. Have a great one, guys. We'll see you later. By the way, thank you to all the people subbed up to the channel today. All the people that have always subbed up to the channels. Twitch, Rockfin, Patreon, and of course, listening to the podcast feed. Uh, Thank you to all those folks. And that's what we're doing. We're uh, saying thank you, thank you. Uh, Everybody else, of course, thank you as well for your energy, for your time, for your participation, and for trying your best to be good people because in the end isn't that what it's all about thanks for hanging out michael strange out time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details